Welcome everyone! This is the first episode of Degeneracy, the show hosted by yours truly, Jason, most of you know me from the YouTube channel Hoops Reference, and my co-host Garrett, and most of you know him from the YouTube channel and TikTok account Football Analysis. Garrett, talk about the show a little bit. Yeah, what's up guys? This is uh, this is something we've been discussing for a while, uh, believe it or not. You know, we've seen the comments over the years that, you know, are you guys brothers? Do you guys know each other? Um, yeah, we, we've known each other for quite a while. Um, it's a small world, but this is something, you know, I pitched a couple months ago and, you know, it's finally coming together and uh, we're ready to responsibly gamble and uh, talk about our picks, run you guys through our thought process. Of and, course, uh, of course. Yeah, there's a lot so, of it. Yeah, so basically the show is, obviously, we're both two huge sports fans. I'm mostly on the basketball side. He's mostly on the football side. So we're obviously going to be, like, this is a three-day-a-week show. We're planning Monday, mm -hmm. Wednesday, Friday. And on top of just talking about sports, we both like to bet on sports. Like, we're not going to hide it. It's fun. It's fun <laughs> to try to win a little bit of money. And this show is basically just tracking our journey, trying to win a little bit of money on sports. And I will say that uh, my biggest NBA hit of all time is because of Jason, which I was very, very grateful for. Sent and the, the, reason you know, I'm wincing, the, the reason I'm wincing a little bit is because in that story, it was basically, <laughs> I gave out just like this, like I had a free bet. So I took a couple home run shots on guys to hit some threes, but I took like, the lines were one and a half and two and a half. I took them all to hit like three or four. Garrett just took the safe line and all the safe <laughs> lines hit. Uh, uh, all the home run shots did not hit. So he came away with the big hit and I did not, despite me being the one putting it on but anyways it was electric um but i think that actually is going to segue us it's nba friday big slate of games um just to be clear we're not going to discuss every single nba game of every you know for yeah, every episode the main event is football yeah. this weekend we're not denying that just brief right. nba talk we'll yep. get right into the football after this so jason you want to take it away any any, any nba props you like today i have a couple but, yeah, uh, there you, definitely start. are. So the first one that I would like to bring up is it comes in the the probably the biggest game of the night, Lakers Mavericks or Mavericks Lakers, yeah. Lakers Grizzlies, excuse me, and it's John ja Morant. Now John ja Morant yeah. betting on stars, it I mean. It's the boring, it's the obvious, but John Moran's line is at 28 and a half. The reason why I specifically like betting on him tonight, even though like obviously you could take a chance and John Moran could have a good night any night, there's actually some reasoning behind it for me is that John Morant is facing the Lakers who allow the second most points to point guards in the league this season. So as good of a matchup as you'll get, John Morant has it. It's on. It's a main event. Everyone's going to be having eyes on the game. LeBron's chasing Kareem, but John Morant's not going to just let him get that easily, right? He's going to probably want to go back and forth with LeBron. I could see easily him scoring 30 points tonight. I think 28 is easy. Uh, what about you? I actually have a prop within that game. I don't know if I want to spoil like my my biggest uh, bet of the night. Not at least not all of it, but I do. I do think going back to your LeBron point, I do think LeBron will hit two threes. So I have LeBron two threes in that. Um, I actually also have the spread is six and a half. I was going to have the Lakers to cover that. So LeBron to hit two threes, Lakers to cover. And I was debating on the over under. It's 243. That's high. I mean, that's, that's incredibly high. high. Yeah. I mean, and I was like, like obviously uh, it could. Like, it could be a high-scoring game, but it could also just be the Grizzlies scoring right. a lot and the Lakers scoring, like, 105. And it, it's got, like, I wouldn't say it's got blowout potential by any means because I think I, I think the, the size of the matchup, like, LeBron will do his best to keep the game close. I just don't think it's going to be, like, a 125 to 120 type game necessarily. Right. 
Right, and that's that's the biggest thing is I was just like, you know, they're going to be I mean, 243 is just that's so many points. But the other the other actual prop that I had within this game, um I had Jaron Jackson uh, over 15 and a half points. So, taking those 3 those three is actually plus three forty. That was one of one of the bets that I had tonight. And uh, in terms of a single game, that is the the longest uh, leg I have, if you will. But I I like those chances, and I would take I would take that bet comfortably uh, every time. Lakers to cover, LeBron two threes, JJ over fifteen and a half. So I like. What that. does that parlay come out to? What are the odds overall on that? Plus plus three forty on DraftKings. Plus okay, three forty. Okay. Not too bad. Not too bad. Now also. Another thing that I think will be recurring a uh, recurring segment in this show is I like to play parlays just three legs, but I mm-hmm. like to keep it as safe as possible. It's a challenge I do. I try to turn a hundred dollars into a thousand dollars in three days, and basically you do that by hitting maybe one play plus one fifty, the next play plus one twenty five, and the next one plus a hundred. So the start off the first one of the show, the first one that I will be doing tonight. I have watered down, basically. I already spoiled one of the legs. It is John Morant, but his regular line's 28 and a half. I watered that one down in this play to... I watered it down, I believe, to, yes, just 25 plus. So Morant to drop 25 or more points because of the fact, as I said, that he has a great matchup with the Lakers. Then the second leg is Kyrie Irving also to score 25 points. His line normally is 29 and a half. Water that down to 25 plus because of the fact that, again, the Nets are playing the Jazz, who allow the fourth most points to point guards in the league this year. So Kyrie, who already is missing Durant, he's going to have to go off to keep them in the game water it down just to play it even safer than that and then the last leg of my play is jordan clarkson to make two threes now his normal line is two and a half again water it down a little bit to make two threes he has made at least two threes in eight of his last 10 games and on top of that of course surprise surprise i'm going with someone who has a great matchup the the Excuse me, who are the Jazz playing again? I'm completely the Nets, blanking. Nets the Nets Oh, and of course the Nets allow the second most threes to shooting guards. So, shocker, I play the good <laughs> matchups. That parlay combined comes out to plus 138. That's what I'm going with for tonight. No, I like that quite a bit. And I actually, I might tell you on the the Kyrie part. So, I mean, True, Katie's yeah. expected out at least yeah, for a couple out. weeks. They, they just got embarrassed last night too. Like, yeah. I... They're going to need to get back in the win column. They just got passed up by the 76ers in the standings. Big, big game. I'm surprised the Nets, I mean, even with KD out, I'm still surprised they're seven and a half dogs. I'm surprised. That's a lot of points. But to the to the Jazz, too, who have like, they've been all right, but they're not like blowing anyone out, especially I don't think the Nets will get blown out in that game. Like, like. They lost to the Spurs. It was the Spurs last yeah, night, right? Yeah, the Spurs. That's actually yeah. that actually is. I'm going to talk if, about if the Spurs that, here. If that's not a wake up call for them to bounce right. back, I know it's a back to back, but even still, I'm um, I'm not worried about that. I would be fine taking the points for the Nets as well. I actually I have. I'll tell you one of my one of my other props that I have. I love doing I love doing two threes plus uh, plus a money line for a team. So I, in in football, we'll see True. this where you know I like doing you know touchdown score plus team win those types of things. And in NBA for me, it's two threes plus a team win. And uh, speaking of speaking of the Spurs, I mean we know they're a very just not good team. They beat the Nets most recently, and the Clippers are coming off of back to back double digit losses. They have PG, they have Kawhi. Uh, I'm taking Kawhi two threes. 
Of course, he's going back to San Antonio. Not that that's too big of a thing anymore. You know, a couple years ago, it might have been. But Kawhi, two threes, plus a Clippers win, plus 145. That's one of my other legs tonight for the NBA. Love that. And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to hit. I think there's a good chance. Plus, the Clippers, after dropping back-to-back -back by double digits, if they win, they are back to 500. Is Paul George playing tonight? Did you look into that? Yeah, he I thought he was. On, okay, he is. Okay, perfect. I don't so, see him on the injury report. I, I like that, like, obviously a lot. However, one thing that has scared me a bunch this NBA season is obviously the blowout potential of games. Mm. And the Clippers, you know, you, you, you literally mentioned the motivation of, you know, Kawhi's back in San mm -hmm. Antonio. This might get ugly in the third quarter. Mm -hmm. We might see guys resting the fourth. And if Kawhi doesn't have that second three by the third quarter, then, you know... That's where they could screw you, but, like, obviously, you know, if it's even remotely close, Kawhi plays his normal minutes, I wouldn't be too Ooh, yeah. stressed about that. And then the, uh, I actually wanted to touch on the other, because we're going to get into NFL today, division around playoffs. Um, mm -hmm. I did want to discuss, this is the other, the other kind of, not long shot, if you will, but it's plus 190. Uh, when I say long shot, I have all of them combining together here at the end. Um, but Julius Randle, I'm, I don't want to say I'm a Julius fan, but... I pay attention to what he does, like, quite a bit. And Julius was 0 of 5 Wednesday night from 3. They got beat by the Wizards, by double digits. And the Wizards, I mean, I'm, I'm from Maryland. The Wizards, like, they, they don't have a lot of, you know, passionate fans. They're not a great organization in terms of, you know, speaking NBA. Uh, Julius 2-3s plus Knicks win. They are dogs in Atlanta tonight. That is plus 190. He was... Also, 6 of 17 from the field against the Wizards on Wednesday. 0 of 5 from 3. So, combining Julius's two threes, Kawhi's two threes, and of course the, the Lakers bet that we talked about earlier, all of these three together, a little long shot to, to start the NBA and to start the Degeneracy pod. It's a plus 3,000 three-leg same-game parlay. Yeah. Wait, repeat and, that yeah. for me one more time. I, uh... I like I like that I like that juice. I'll yeah, say no, that. Here I, it is. I definitely like that juice. Let me hear that one more time. Here it is. Julius Randle two threes plus Knicks win. Coming yep. off a double digit loss to the Wizards, yep. in which Julius was 0 of five from three. True. Okay, so that's plus one ninety. We have Kawhi two threes, Clippers win against San Antonio. San Antonio won last game. Clippers back to back double digit losses. This is true. So that that those two, by the way, I did those by themselves because I was I wasn't going to include the last part, but those two, by the way, are plus six ten by themselves. So I like oh, those yeah. I like those quite a bit by themselves. But then mm -hmm. we I threw a little juice in for the last one too. You were really spice it up for the start of the pod. Uh, Jaron Jackson over fifteen and a half points. We discussed. I think it's going to be. There's not going to be a lot of defense played tonight uh, at the uh, Crypto.com <laughs> Arena. I was going to say Staples yeah. Center, but um, anyway. So Jaron Jackson over fifteen and a half. Uh, LeBron two threes and then the Lakers to cover six and a half that all three of those plus 3000 parlay on DraftKings love love the right. potential of that I do like that I do like that there's a all right that, I think that rounds out the NBA talk because again okay. let's get to the main yeah, event it's for it's, sure it's a it's divisional round weekend oh, yeah. come on lots to talk about over there and the first game of the weekend... Say, did you want to go chronological? Because that's Jags-Chiefs. Yeah, let's go through chronological. Let's cool. go game cool. by game yep. based on how they're going to happen. Start off Chiefs-Jaguars. All right, you want me to take it away? Yeah, you can start us off. I've got... Cool. I'll follow you up. Cool. All right, so Jags come back last week, 27 points. Um, there were a lot of Trevor takes during the game. Uh, Chargers baited Trevor quite a bit early. Um, it 
second half was a much, much different story. And as generally speaking as this is, the Chiefs are not the Chargers. The Chiefs are, they also have an extra week of rest. They have, who I think is the MVP of the league, Patrick Mahomes, over 5,600 total yards this year. They're not going to charger it up, especially at home, especially knowing what the Chargers just did last week. I don't want to say anything's a lock, you know, a lock in the gambling world, but I love Chiefs money line and actually have a, a little teaser here that uh, I'll get into once we discuss some of the other games. Um, and speaking of taking the cheese that we discussed earlier with the Julius Randle 0 of 5 from 3 on Wednesday, now 2 plus 3s tonight. Uh, Travis Kelsey, I've been taking this cheese for about a month now. He hasn't scored since November. We're in, uh, as we record this, it's January 20th. Um, so I'm, I'm taking you the cheese. said that because he is absolutely someone that I marked down before we started recording. Oh yeah, as well. no, Travis hasn't and... scored in and a month, over a month, yeah. I'm taking the cheese every time. Not only that, I wrote down that I would definitely like to play Kelsey's anytime touchdown at yeah. minus oh, yeah. 145, but also his receptions, which is at six and a half. I went through and looked at just his playoff production, and in his last playoff, last six playoff games, he's had at least seven receptions in five of them. And the only time he didn't was the first round matchup last year, where I believe they handled... I forget who they were playing, but they handled them they handled relatively the easily. They handled the Steelers. The, they handled the yeah. Steelers relatively easily, and that was the only time he hasn't had at least seven catches in the playoffs in the last two years. I think he's going to be fed today. I think he's going to get back in the end zone today. Like it's it's not rocket science. We're not saying right. anything new. Like it's, uh, it's just sometimes the obvious is a money maker. Like it's just that simple. Mm-hmm. And actually, by the way, I'm looking at on DraftKings right now. Kelsey to score and Chiefs to win, which. I mean, if Kelsey scores in the, I don't see any way Kelsey scores in the Jags win, but uh, Kelsey scoring and Chiefs winning is plus 100. So easy money, even money. Yeah, um, it's, I mean, I'm taking the cheese every time. I mean, as again, as cliche as it sounds, Travis Kelsey steps up in the postseason. He steps up. Mahomes steps up. These aren't, I mean, you know, I don't want to say a franchise that I root for, but you know, we're not, you know, we're not talking about a non-successful team here. We're not, yeah. you know, we're talking about a team that could win two Super Bowls in a span of four years. We're talking about a Hall of Fame head coach. You know, yeah, it's, we're talking about a team that's literally proven themselves right. like time and time again. They they make it as far or further than any other team. Like they've got the QB to do it, they've mm-hmm. got the coach to do it. They have the weapons to do it. Oh yeah. And now uh, we we're obviously we just obviously just pointed out the obvious of all obvious Mahomes to Travis Kelsey. That's not like ground bait breaking mm-hmm. information. Someone that I like to score a touchdown that maybe it's it's a risk, obviously, but it's mm-hmm. someone with a little bit of juice on it is Kadarius Tony at Ooh, plus 210. He's someone who I do think it could be worth to sprinkle on a little bit mm-hmm. to take the risk at plus 210. Since he's, since he's gotten to the Chiefs, I believe, I mean, he's not necessarily someone who's going to get volume, so I wouldn't touch his yardage plays i wouldn't touch his receptions but when they're in the red zone like they're the most creative team there is they find ways to get their playmakers the ball it's a crapshoot obviously in um in uh kansas city because there's so many different guys they could get in the end zone but they traded for tony for a reason there's going to be i think a decent amount of points in this game on both sides so kelsey's up like you can take kelsey and still feel good about other people scoring touchdowns and i did want to ask you this by the way um are you Whenever you're taking like Kadarius to score, for example, are you taking just him? Or are you performance like doubling? Or are you taking the Chiefs money line with that? Or where do you stand? Uh, on that? Usually on plays like this, I'll either just take like I mean Travis Kelsey is usually someone I'll try to combine with something sure. else to boost it a little bit. But if I'm doing like guys that are more of maybe not long shot is the right word, but guys who 
you know, have a little bit more like hefty odds on them. I'll mm-hmm. just take a Tony straight, just sprinkle something on them at plus 210. I'm actually, I'm playing around right now with the, with the same game parlay on DraftKings. And this is one that plus 300 that I am probably going to place once we get off here. But one that I love is Trevor Lawrence, two plus passing touchdowns. Chief, and this actually just adds to the Chiefs money line, Travis Kelsey score. I just, I don't see any way, and of course it could happen, or it couldn't happen in this case, but Trevor not throwing two passing touchdowns. I think even if the Chiefs start to run it up, you know, if they get up, if basically if the Chiefs do the Chiefs and they, they get up 28 to 7, yeah. they're not going to blow the lead. I'm not worried about that, but the Chiefs defense is not a defense yeah. we're going to discuss soon. This could they're be not... a guy where he hits that play maybe even like in garbage time. Like Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, I he'll, love He'll throw one early. It'll right. be like... It'll yeah. be like 17 to 7 at halftime or something. Then the mm-hmm. second half, if the Chiefs are up big, you know, in the fourth quarter, Lawrence will, he can lead like a fake comeback a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Make the game no, closer. Throw I love in, it. And throw it's, in the fourth. It's minus 125. So I absolutely love Trevor Lawrence's uh, two plus passing touchdowns. Yeah. And yeah, same thing on FanDuel. So yeah, no, I like that for sure. Do we Do you uh, have anything else from this game or. No, I um, I mean, I don't think that. I mean, of course, there's going to be like a home run shot. Like, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest one, if. Actually, I did have one more. Just one more. Like, sure. obviously, this is like one more possible touchdown score just based on his involvement lately. Mm-hmm. Is Evan Engram? I was literally like, just looking at it. Yeah, the Jags. He has been one of the, uh, Lawrence's favorite red zone targets all year. Oh, yeah. And like early on, he wasn't necessarily scoring the touchdowns, but he was being thrown to in the red zone a ton. And I know this because I had him on my fantasy team, actually. Mm-hmm. So I would watch a decent round of Jags games just praying for Engram touchdowns. And I believe there was one game early on where he had two touchdowns called back because of like holding penalties. There was another game where he was wide open and Lawrence just missed him. So like even in the games that he hasn't scored touchdowns, Lawrence looks for him very regularly oh, yeah. in the red zone. And he's at plus 230, which is better odds than Tony. Right. I think think Engram might even be a better play than Tony, and he's got better odds. So I do like Engram at plus 230. I might sprinkle a little bit on him as well. Also, by the way, I like some of the yardage props for this game. Like Christian Kirk's receiving yards, Ingram's receiving yards, because Ingram receives targets, like you said. Um, But... Do you want to talk? Do you want to take it away for your birds Ooh, on Saturday right. night? The next one, yes, sir, absolutely. This is obviously a game that I will be paying very close attention to. Spoiler alert: I am an Eagles fan, so <laughs> I'm going to try not to be too biased in what I say here. But because I do, obvi- I obviously I have a rooting interest. But I think, regardless, any outside observer can say I'll just start off with like we started off with the obvious play last time with Kelsey. Sure. Obvious play today: Jalen Hurts is finding the end zone I minus one twenty to score. Yeah. I think. Like, if you're, a lot of people are, have been talking about this game in a very disingenuous way, I believe, where, like, they, you, they're referencing back to the Week 18 match that the Eagles had with the Giants, but if you watch that game, they literally ran the most basic cookie-cutter offense of all time, simply just to not get anyone injured. Like, they weren't putting Hurts at any kind of risk-averse situations. They just wanted to get the win and get out of there. Like, Hurts is going to be unleashed. This is what they're saving him for. It's the playoffs. Hurts is going to be back to Hurts. He's going to score once for sure. Like, I think maybe even at plus 450, I believe, Jalen Hurts to score twice isn't the worst, like, moonshots thing you can sprinkle on. I think in the red zone, Hurts is going to take over. Like, the last time the Eagles played the Giants in a very, like, in a meaningful game, I'm talking about the Week 14 matchup where they completely oh, yeah. lit up the Giants. Oh, yeah. The Eagles ran all over the Giants that game. In MetLife, like, by the way. 
Hertz scored a rushing touchdown. Sanders scored a rushing touchdown. My guy, Boston Scott, who always scores rushing <laughs> touchdowns against the Giants, scored in that game as well. So, like, I think I would be scared to play passing props in this matchup because I think, again, the Eagles are going to try to just run all over them. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I'm looking here right now on a little little SGP action, little Jalen anytime, Boston Scott anytime. An Eagles money line plus seven fifty. I mean, that's like the Philly, the ultimate Philly special. Uh, just Boston Scott yeah. kicks, the, you know, he kicks the shit out of the Giants, and I was just, I was gonna. It's Boston like he Scott is play, the giant killer. It, it he is, and I love Boston Scott. But what scares me is that now everyone knows he knows the it, right? Giants killer, and it's the playoffs. So like. The playoffs, everything means more like Boston. Mm. It's fun when Boston Scott scores against them in the regular season, but I don't think they're going to like have the opportunity to take chances like that in such a meaningful game to put him in there. Mm-hmm. And then when they put him in there, everyone knows Never they're gonna go going to go to him. So like, I think this might be the game that literally everyone on the face of the earth hammers Boston Scott because they think it's easy. And then that's how Vegas gets you. And right, like so I, I say this, I hope it's I hope I'm wrong and he gets in again and just keeps killing the Giants right. as an Eagles fan, obviously. But like, I think this is the week that Vegas gets you if you hammer Boston Scott. I will, uh, I will bring this up for another quarterback. But I love first off, I do agree 100. I love the Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown plus Eagles win. Love that. Um, and one thing that I do think will. Uh, show into this. You guys, if you're watching YouTube, you can see the Justin Jefferson, or at least part of the jersey behind me. So I am a Vikings fan. I'm not really upset with how our season ended. I mean, I am, but I'm not. Um, But this doesn't play into this as much as this point that I'm going to say. The Giants are coming off of five days rest, and I think we're going to see that, especially towards the end of the game. The Vikings offensive line is not uh, Jordan Mailata, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey. It's a different beast. Combine that with as we know, the Philly crowd, uh, the you know the Go Birds, all the it's going to be an intense atmosphere on Saturday night, and the pass rush is going to get after Daniel Jones uh, early and often. And by the way, I'm, I'm glad you didn't bring this up, so I'll just bring it up on myself. Uh, my Vikings played in Philly a couple years ago. We saw how that went. Um, they but did indeed, uh, they anyway, did indeed. A prop that I love, having prefaced all of this, is I like Daniel Jones at least at the at the price that it is, if you will. Daniel Jones. Anytime on DraftKings is plus two fifty five, and it's I'm funny thinking, you mention that because I also have him written down. And if you yeah. didn't bring him up, I would have as well. So I'm glad you did. Yeah. So Jalen anytime Eagles money line Daniel Jones touchdown. I think that is plus six seventy five for a SGP. I don't know if there's better value than what you're going to find in this game for or, for, or any of the games. Just you know for because I, I do think Jalen's going to score. And I do think the Eagles are going to win. Um, and I think the Eagles are going to win, I don't want to say, you know, by 25 points, but I do think they will win comfortably. No, I, don't, then. I, I don't even think that, no. It's going to be a closer game than, than oh, especially, especially the Week 14 game. Yeah. But I do love the uh, DJ, Jalen, Eagles. Love those three. And I'm actually going to parlay. I want to check that because I, I did not check this. I'm checking it live. The uh kelsey to score plus chiefs to win like along with this so this might be a little a little nfl one that we're looking at so if we parlay both of these i mean kelsey to score chiefs to win and then the jalen dj and eagles we're looking at a plus 1450 i feel like that's a a good long shot for a saturday yeah now another another player that i like in this game obviously 
it's not fun to talk about. But I do like Slayton, especially his yards. Maybe his touchdown mm. is plus 320. I'm not going to play his touchdown, but I wouldn't be surprised if he finds the end zone. Right. But I do like his yardage where it's at. Because as we saw in the last game, like he's their big play receiver. He only oh, had four yeah. catches last game, but he had almost 90 yards. Yeah. And right now his yardage, I believe, let me double check. It's at 46 and a half, but you can play 40 plus yards at minus 160, which is like pretty good for 40 plus yards. I think that he'll get that in two catches. No, he's... I love. Yeah, I, I love. I love. Now, do I you love think? Do you think Darius Slay will be on Slayton or? Honestly, or no? like if he was. They're 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 going to mix coverage. I I would be surprised if Gannon tailed him the, the whole game just and the, because. And the thing is, if he is like Slay, kind of, I I don't want to say fell off because that's too harsh. <laughs> but like his second half of the season was no, not yeah. as good as the first half, and he was he he's not someone who's clamping up receivers like he right. was in the first half of the season. So and, like I think Slayton, especially early on, maybe in the first half, he could have two catches and get fifty yards, like, and that right. clears already. Well, the thing that the thing that worries me about, and I'm actually glad you brought the coverage standpoint up. The thing that worries me about the Eagles, not that like this is going to, you know, they're going to lose the game or anything like that. But what worries me with the Eagles is Slayton is they're going to they're going to Gannon is understandably going to put a lot of attention on Saquon. He's he's going to want Daniel Jones to come into his house and beat him, which makes sense, right? But what Brian Dable has been doing a lot this year, especially to get Slayton the ball in his hands, you know, he's a six foot one receiver. He runs a sub four four forty. He's going to try to basically say, like, look, we're going to run Darius Slayton across the field multiple times. We're going to wear his ass out. We're going to try to get Darius Slayton on these deep crossers. And there's a chance, you know, first quarter early on that he tries to set the tone and he gets like a 30-yard catch. Remember, just remember me saying this on like, you know, on a deep crosser where Slayton burns Slay because Darius is a little older. He's been in the league almost 10 years. He's not a young pup anymore uh he doesn't have the top end speed that he wants that he you know that he did almost 10 years ago so mm-hmm. that matchup worries me and i'm with you i love darius slayton's over on yards if there is one receiver on the giants that i'm taking over on yards he it is, is for darius sure the one that stuck out to me yeah yeah i love it i love it mm-hmm. for sure and outside of that i believe we covered everything i have from that game did you have anything else or one other play is I think if Hertz is going to be throwing the ball, I think the person that's most likely to receive a receiving touchdown from him this weekend is Goddard, actually. Really? We did just okay. watch what Hawkinson did to the Giants. Oh, yeah. I think a similar thing, opportunity can present itself for for Goddard. And, I mean, that's that's just what I have to say there. Plus 200 for Goddard. I um, actually, I liked the... And just because, like, I feel like whenever you watch, like, Eagles games, I feel like a lot of the time, like, on primetime this is, this isn't like a, you know, like a week six, you know, one o'clock game, but, like, on primetime, I feel like a lot of the time they go, like, with the crowd. Like, we saw Doug do that back in the 2017 game, and I feel like if, I I like A.J. Brown's touchdown, like, first playoff game, first, you know, like, we're gonna, you know, show who runs the division type thing, you know, swole Batman or, you know, the nickname. Yeah. I like... just not... I like, obviously, I love A.J. Brown. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if he catches a big touchdown in the first playoff game he plays with oh, yeah. the Eagles. But at minus 105, I'm just not, like, oh, no, I intrigued by it. Like, no, 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 no. The money yeah. and the value just isn't there, despite the fact that I wouldn't be surprised at all if it happens. Like, So we are uh, agreeing Chiefs-Eagles money line? I, th- well, I think so. A couple, I mean, couple other things, but yeah. I, th- I think so, yeah. I do have a... I Two do one have a... seeds move on, yeah. I do have a, I do have a teaser that we will get to that's going to involve all four games, not just not just the Chiefs and Eagles, but I think Perfect. it's uh time to yeah, discuss let's... Bengals Bills. Yeah, let's do it.
All right, you want me to go or you got it? You want me to I'll go? I'll start this one off. You started the last one off. Cool. Or did cool. I start the No, I started the last one off. Yeah, let's alternate. All right, cool. You All start right. us off here. Let's see it. Let's see what you got. All right. Uh Bengals Bills uh two each team played a division game in the wild card round. A little concerning for each side because I think not, you know, not to say they were looking ahead per se, but you know, Backup quarterback Tyler Huntley, Skylar Thompson. I don't think that's going to be indicative of what we see on the field on Sunday afternoon uh, for either team. One thing to note is, and I want to confirm who the Bengals have out. I know they have at least two offensive linemen out, and I know Cap is out, and I know they have, I think, Jonah Williams, their left tackle. I do want to confirm that. So the Bengals are going to have uh, two offensive linemen out. That is, of course, yeah, here it is, left tackle. Yeah, Cap is out. Cap Mm -hmm. is out. So that is going to uh, make a difference. But as we've seen over the past two years, Joe Burrow is not afraid to stand in and take a hit. And uh, he actually played a rather pedestrian game against the Ravens in the wild card round. Ravens defense, I do think, is one of the more underrated in the NFL. Um, but I'm just going to be honest, I do think the Bills are going to win two offensive linemen out is a very big deal. Um, I will say, though, five and a half points to me was quite a lot i was even surprised to see five and a half that's a lot of points especially for i mean the the game they played how it started out at least bengals were up seven three and mm-hmm. the offense looked to be clicking that five and a half yeah. points i feel like is a hefty line maybe vegas knows something we don't but five and a half I mean, is they, a lot they know they've got the whole country rooting for the bills they know the right. demar hamlin story oh, yeah. has captured the hearts of everyone everyone wants the bills to win that game for me i I struggled to find many, like, things I could be confident in betting on in this game. It's, like, it's... I think a a lot of different things can happen, but the three names that popped out to me, one of them is a little, like, little uh, juicy play, I think, is Dawson Knox to catch a touchdown. He's Mm -hmm. caught one in, what, like, four games in a row? Like, usually usually Vegas and the odds, they usually catch on when streaks like that happen and they hammer them. But Dawson Knox is still plus 200 to score, which is pretty good for a guy as hot as that, who is getting as many regular targets in the red zone. His scoring as regularly as he is now, he's like the hottest tight end in the league in terms of touchdowns. Is it five, geez? And he's still plus 200? Like, how can you not be tempted by that? So Dawson Knox at plus 200 is one of the few things I have noted down for myself. And then the other two is, like, nothing special. It's, like, I'm not saying anything crazy here. Stefan Diggs, obviously Josh Allen, I think, is just going to rely on Diggs a lot in this game, like he did last game. Plus 105, too, so he is still plus money to score, which is obviously tempting. And then the last one I have is T. Higgins, who, going into the last week of the regular season, had scored in four straight games. Then they played that game where... uh, where what was it like the starters didn't play the whole game in week 18 right so that I'm not no it was that. yeah it was he situation similar to you guys yeah. very vanilla they yeah yeah so he was on fire basically to end the regular season he didn't score last week but i think bert like again if there's a lot of points being put up in this game higgins at plus 195 is pretty juicy the oh, one yeah. thing that does scare me that i looked into before we started recording is that there's like a 60 percent chance of snow on really? sunday in buffalo so you want to pull that up so, like, if it's snowing, that changes a lot. I don't think it'll change necessarily who scores the touchdowns, but the snow is the reason why I'm not confident taking, like, any yardage plays whatsoever because, like, weather like uh, I, weather always just scares me away from, you know, expecting guys to go off. I think weather could make it a low-scoring game. People are still going to get in the end zone, but mm-hmm. 
It could like th that just brings me to now the over unders at 49 and a half. If it's snowing during that game, the under could be in play for sure. No, my biggest thing with the Bills is and I just don't feel comfortable betting anybody to score. Now Dawson I do I do like because, you know, red zone playoffs like as cliché as it sounds like when you get in the, in the playoffs, red zone tight ends the like they, yeah. they make a difference. Yeah. Um but Outside of Knox and Diggs and of course Josh, I don't I don't trust Gabe Davis and I know playoff exactly. Gabe Davis is of course going to be brought up, but exactly. I don't I don't trust Motor Singletary. I don't, I don't trust, trust James Cook. Yeah, no, I don't I don't trust any of these guys. Not. And because I'm, I'm like, not. I was just going to say I'm not taking a shot on Cole Beasley to score. By the way, I'm not I'm not taking a shot no, on that one. Nope, definitely not. The one thing that I like, I, there was a one possible moonshot play I would have liked, but then I saw that um Crowder is coming back, so I said mm. never or not Crowder um. Oh my God! Who is their slot receiver? I'm completely blanking on his name. Isaiah oh, McKenzie. Um, McKenzie. Yeah, McKenzie yeah. was out last week, and Shakir stu stood in and had 50 yards, which was great. If McKenzie was going to be out again this week, I would have maybe liked to have sprinkled Shakir a little bit at plus 600 to score, just as like a a fun little moonshot play. Sure. But McKenzie's back, so I don't see Shakir getting any work really, especially with Beasley also there. Oh, like yeah, I'm just going to stay away from all three of them now. But if McKenzie was out, I would have been tempted that way. The only player, the only like touchdown prop that I would legitimately like think there's a shot rather than just like a you know like a plus you know couple you know thousand like just prayer. I the only one that I I really like is is Diggs, Diggs to score and then Bengals to cover five and a half. And believe it or not, yeah. dude, that's actually plus three seventy, just yeah. that alone. So that, I mean, it's not bad at all. That's the only one it's where I just do. What is uh, by the way? What is your prediction for this game? If you had to give one, uh, I I genuinely have no idea. Like that's why when I like to bet on these games, I do sure. like just player props because, oh, yeah. like, uh, predicting who wins, who loses, like that's just that's way out of my range. I like to just watch and enjoy having gotcha. enjoy watching gotcha. the game. I will I will say I think Bills win. I'm not I'm not by the way I'm not betting exact score. I will not I will never place money that I earn on exact scores. No shot. Um no but shot. I do think Buffalo 27 Cincinnati 24 which would be over. Um but I think it's going to be a fun game and uh Absolutely. Yeah, I like it. I like Diggs to score, Bengals to cover five and a half. That is I think the play of the game. Diggs did not score last week. Gabe Davis did. Something exactly. something to pay attention exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, that just leaves us one game left. Yeah. That is the... Uh, no, I was going to say that leaves us the main event, but I think Bills Bengals will be the main event of the playoff games this weekend. But Cowboys 49ers is not far behind it. This could be a very fun game for It'll be interesting. Yourself. It'll be very interesting because, obviously, you know, this... I don't even know who I want to win. In the, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't even know what... Like, obviously, I, I'm rooting against the Cowboys just because it's in my blood. I have to. Right. But, like, do I really want to potentially have the Eagles play the 49ers? Um, I wouldn't, personally. Their, their defense no. scares the hell out of me, dude. Like, no. there is... Deep down, yeah. I mean, there's a part of me. Because, I mean, Vikings, you know, were frauds. We heard it all year. There was a part of me that was like, dude, like best case scenario, like we lose in the wild card round, close, which we did, because if we go out to San Francisco, like we're not, we we couldn't stop Daniel Jones, we couldn't stop anybody all year, like we would give up thirty five, maybe in the I mean, first the, three the, quarters. The off, they don't even need a quarterback right. to be so so just such a, a they're a monster, they're a, they're a well oiled machine, oh, yeah. regardless of who is under center. And speaking of who's under center, one of the 
Again, this is a game that I enough, that not too many plays stood out for me to note down, but one of them that I will for sure really like playing is actually Purdy to get over six and a half rushing yards. I think he can, oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah. he's going to be chased down by Parsons. He'll get mm-hmm. out of the pocket and get one, like, eight-yard run for a first down. I think that's, like, uh, nothing's easy when you're betting on sports, but, like, that one just immediately stood out to me. That's that's literally one scramble. And Purdy, he he rushes, a, like, a decent amount. Not, like, for anything right. crazy, but for six and a half? And I'd actually, I'm actually glad you brought that up because one prop that I am actually, of course, we see the underdog hat, but one prop that I've been just loving all week is Dak rushing yards. I don't see any way. Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead. I mean, guys, that that is blood in the water. Like, they're, they're all thinking blind. Dax is at, it is at 15 and a half yeah, this that's, week for that's, Dak now, which is a little high. I still think that's an easy over because that's three times they get around the edge and he's just taken eight yards up the field. And that's, yeah. I would even play 20 plus on DraftKings plus 125. That's, I love. Dak did have, love. he did have 20, he had 24 last yeah, week. Right. And so he Bucks, did, he did have it last week. Bucks and, is Purdy, and Purdy had 16 last week. So they yeah. both hit their overs last week. Love both of those. Um, yeah. The only thing I will say, I'm not touching, I'm not touching a touchdown better for the 49ers because it could be Kittle, yeah. it could be Debo, CMC. Maybe I, had, even I had the same mindset for sure. I will the say one, the one that I think has juice. And like, if you're going to, if you're going to take a chance on someone who's not the obvious McCaffrey Kittle, I think Ayuk at plus two ten could definitely okay. be a very good, like some like a chance because Ayuk I, is not only a fantastic route runner, oh, but yeah. he's, he kept like he's caught what how many touchdowns was it is it seven or eight he has on the year so he's like involved i thought he's yeah he's involved well enough i think debo samuel like just being debo samuel gets a lot of attention Mm -hmm. and Ayuk is like if you're not giving Ayuk the the attention and the respect he deserves he's so good like i say this to so many people i've said it to you before Mm -hmm. like obviously not in podcast form just like talking but i you could be so many teams wide receiver ones i think he is a fantastic receiver if if the 49ers ever actually get a franchise quarterback, I think Ayuk would flourish more than any receiver, like in a receiver two situation in the league. He put up 80, well, 78, but 78, 1,015 and eight this year. Yeah. While not even being close to max. Yeah, while having the right. definition of mediocrity throwing into him the whole time. Right. Like, I will and say while one... being in the shadow of, I mean, Debo was injured for a brief right. period, but even still. CMC, Kittle taking away touches. But yeah. I will say one, there's actually a couple touchdown props on the Cowboys that that interest me. Uh, Zeke, I don't I don't think Zeke's going to – I don't think Zeke's no. going to be there. I think the, four, the defense is way too fast for him at this point. Zeke is – I mean, he's only 27, but, like, he is not the player he was when he entered the league. Um, and but, watching last week, they weren't even interested in, like, right. getting him involved. It was right. a lot of Pollard. So I think that is – I mean, I wasn't going to bet on Pollard, but I was. I like Schultz. Schultz is plus two sixty five on DraftKings, and True. like you said, Ayuk, Schultz and Ayuk. If you would parlay those together right now, I have them at plus nine fifty. I mean, that's just for those guys. Like that's pretty juicy. Yeah, that's definitely. Really juicy. Now, I do think the 49ers are going to win. By the way, I do think the 49ers are going to win. Um, I would also. I'm actually going to talk, or I'm going to toss the Dak Prescott twenty plus rushing yards into this, which is something we also discussed. Dude, I'm gonna get, I gotta be honest. I think I might place this when we get off here. Twenty two hundred for Dak, twenty rushing yards, Ayuk and Schultz to score, which uh, it's very feasible. That is, that is not bad at all for a little sprinkle. But that is one thing that, yeah, I love Dak. That is one thing that I made sure I wanted to say. Playoff. There's a couple things in the playoffs. Tight ends. They get the ball quite a bit. You know, throw into a big, essentially mattress is what I've heard Kirk Cousins use to describe tight ends before. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they get the ball a lot. Quarterbacks generally run more. That was a big prop a couple years ago in the Chiefs Bucks Super Bowl whenever Mahomes was running for his life because it's like, oh hey, I'm just gonna take this, you know, this free nine right out here that nobody's covering. So I do think Dak runs for twenty. Um but that's yeah, I think 49ers win. Oh wait, by the way, I did want to talk about this four leg teaser I have. It was it was like yeah, a plus it. it was like a plus six point teaser. So here we go. It's plus two sixty. Or sorry, a six point teaser plus two sixty. I don't know, I didn't mean to say plus, but six point teaser plus two sixty four leg. Chiefs to win by a field goal against the Jags. Eagles Eagles yeah. to win by two against the Giants. Bengals to lose by less than twelve against Buffalo. Obviously, if they win, that also that True. also works. And then San Francisco to lose by less than two or flat out or outright win plus two sixty. I I'm, I don't hate it. I don't hate that at you all. Know? I was like, I don't hate it whatsoever. That's what I was thinking. I like that. There's there's a there's a lot a lot of bets responsibly. I what like, are you thinking? Throwing a throwing a full unit on that one? I was thinking of it. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking about it. I could see that. Think like a quarter or a half unit on the Schultz Ayuk and Dak one, just because you know Schultz and I, you know, that, that could be a little. I mean, twenty two hundred is fun to think about on that one, but there's a reason it is twenty two hundred. Yeah, those those are the kind of things you just sprinkle a little right. in there. You don't you don't go crazy on those. But I think that's actually going to uh, wrap the first podcast up. A lot yeah, of no, that was. That was Play a fun off? first episode. Yeah, that was great. Sure. Yeah. Guys, so not only if you're watching this on YouTube and you're getting the visual version, obviously every episode will be po- posted here on the YouTube channel, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But not only that, we will be on Apple Podcasts. We'll be on Spotify. So go look us up there. Subscribe to the show. Leave a five-star review, please. <laughs> let's S- go. Support the show. Yes, Give us a little five-star go. review. Five Come on. Give us five stars. It'll help us out a ton. And honestly, yeah, just thanks for watching. First for episode, sure. we're we're excited about this show. Like, really excited. We want to be consistent with it. We wanna we wanna make the best show possible for you guys. So we hope you enjoyed this one. Love you guys.